Would you please turn in your hymnal, in the forepart of the hymnal, to page 31, and we'll read together the seventh commandment, and then we'll read Luther's explanation after we read the seventh commandment. Page 31 in the forepart of the hymnal. Ready? You shall not steal. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or goods, nor get them in any dishonest way, but help him to improve and protect his goods and means of making a living. Please be seated. I heard a a term used on the radio the other day that I had never heard used in that way before. But it's a business term, and it might be familiar to you business majors, but I was not familiar with it. It's the word shrink. I guess it could be a psychology term too, but in this case, it was a business term. And then I read it again in an article I was reading on the internet just the other day. And the article said, it said, that in the United States last year, $112 billion was lost, that's billion with a B, $112 billion was lost due to shrink. What is shrink? And then, and then uh, I read last night that Target, Target alone, the, the store Target, lost 219 million more dollars this year than they lost last year in three months between April 29th and July 29th due to shrink. 219 million more this year than last year. And what does shrink mean? Well, it's a term that, you know, in, in uh, uh, retail, it, it means to lose money due to things like breakage or theft. Now, Target didn't have $219 million more dollars worth of breakage this year than they did last year. What they had was $219 million more dollars worth of theft this year than they did last year. That is an astounding amount of money for one chain store to lose. They lost it to shoplifting and to workers who worked at the store but would steal something on the side. Stealing from stores is a big problem. It makes prices higher when you steal from a store. I don't mean to accuse you, but when someone steals from a store, I should say it that way, when someone, I mean it could be you, I don't know, but when, when someone steals from a store, they're not just stealing from, say, Walmart. They're stealing from every other customer that goes to Walmart because now Walmart has to raise its prices to cover the cost of those stolen goods. So they're stealing from all of us when they do that. Read another article about thieves. Or maybe I, maybe I heard this on a podcast or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, about thieves who are now using AI, and this is, this is an, old, an old scam that's been going on for a while now. You've probably heard of it. You've probably heard of it before I did. But uh, using AI 
And they find someone who has a YouTube or, or some other video online, and then they use AI to mimic their voice. And it's usually a teenager or someone in college, someone in their early 20s maybe, and then they call their parents, right? And then the AI mimics the voice of their own, of their own child and scams them out of money by saying, well, I'm in trouble and I need some money to, to get out of jail or to pay somebody off of one thing or another, but they're in trouble and the artificial teenager sounds identical to their real teenager and it scams them out of, out of money. Stealing is a big problem. It seems like stealing has been going on for as long as there have been people, or nearly as long as there have been people, minus a few days maybe, maybe taken, you know, I don't know. I mean, Adam didn't have anybody to steal from except Eve there for a while probably, but, but you know, very shortly, stealing began to be a problem. God said to Adam, you will eat by the sweat of your brow, and people have been trying to avoid that sweat ever since, haven't they? Taking what does not belong to them. It's a big problem. That's why God gave the command, you shall not steal. And there are dozens and dozens of ways to steal something, isn't there? Just tons of ways to do it. Finding something and not turning it into lost and found. Seeing someone in, you know, in the parking lot putting money in their pocket and they drop a $20 bill and and you watch them walk away and you go and pick it up. That, after all, finders keepers, right? Well, that's stealing. Or what about the guy that would be insulted if you called him a thief? Because he believes he hasn't stolen a thing in his life, never stolen anything. But every day after he clocks in to work, he, he pulls out his phone and he... And he before he begins the day's tasks, he checks his texts and he texts a few people and then he checks the joke of the day and then he's got to watch a few cat videos. And he, he gets up then and goes and visits his co-workers. And I mean, you've got to visit your co-workers and of, of course there's some truth in that, isn't there? But somewhere along the line, there is a line that gets crossed and this guy works a six-and-a-half-hour day and gets paid for an eight-hour day, and he is stealing from his employer. All those are examples of the act of stealing, but did you notice what Luther's explanation makes of this commandment? Not just, to, he demands of us not just to not take something that doesn't belong to us, but also to help our neighbor and improve our neighbor, and improve and protect his goods and his means of making a living. Now, what if he's a competitor of mine? Oh, that's hard, isn't it? It's hard. What if he's my competitor, and I know a way that, that I could help him improve his business? Then I'm breaking this commandment if I don't share it with him, aren't I? Obviously, we, we try not to help him put us out of business, but... We have an obligation, don't we? And, and man, when you start thinking of this command in this way, it is really hard to make it through life without stealing. Hope you can see how difficult that is for sinful people. We, we look at this and we, we don't even think in terms of helping our competitors, do we? Requires that we work hard for our employer. 
Never reach in as a little kid and take something out of our mom's purse that we're not supposed to. Or eat my brother's candy bar. There are dozens and dozens of ways, I said, to break this commandment. Take an idea that was somebody else's idea and, and act like it's my own idea, right? And in writing, we call that plagiarism, don't we? It's stealing. Well, there are dozens, maybe, maybe it's not dozens and dozens, maybe it's thousands upon thousands of ways to break this commandment. And I wonder if maybe you have broken it. I have. Maybe even without thinking you've broken it, without even knowing that you've broken it. Stealing is a big problem, and he knew it would be a big problem, and that's why he gave us this commandment. But if this commandment were all he had given us, we would be in big trouble. Because the breaking of even a single commandment is enough to condemn us to hell. Thankfully, he gave us more than just the commandment. He also gave us his son. And, well, it is because people break this commandment. That's why he gave us his son. Because there are no perfect people. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, the Bible says. And so Jesus came to this earth, and he lived, and he was poor, and he was at times hungry, but he never took something that didn't belong to him. The Bible says that though he knew what was ahead of him, he did not shrink from it. And on the cross, when he did go to the cross, a transaction was made, an exchange was made, where my imperfect and sinful life was traded for his perfect life. And his death paid for your eternal life because on the cross he paid for and removed your sin. And it was all removed that day. And now he says to you, believe it. It is yours. Eternal life is yours. Your sin is paid for. Believe it. Would you please Bow your head with me. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us so many things, so many blessings in this life, and you've graciously sustained us to this day. And we confess oftentimes we are dissatisfied. We want things sometimes that do not belong to us, whether it is recognition whether it is some physical entity, we ask you that you would not take your blessing from us. Preserve us from this kind of covetousness. Let it not turn into actual stealing. Help us that we may serve you only and love and abide in you and not defile ourselves by idolatrous love of wealth, but hope and trust only in your grace through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one true God, now and forever. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be and abide with you all. Amen.